When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You know, one of the best features of uh, Bathurst 2021 was seeing our good mate, Greg Rust, back in pit lane. Uh, Rusty, I know you're in day one of MIQ, but mate, can I just say, it was so nice to see you back in, you're almost your normal environment, like, you know, like an echidna. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Yeah, yeah. What about the echidna? We're going to be talking about that for a long, long time, eh? It's gone all around the world, and, and at the time, we sort of all did the crazy look at each other, like, could this race, you know, in all of its history, throw up something um, so different as this? Just amazing. It was good to have you back, buddy. I mean, you were uber busy with TCR on the lights, but can we just start off with a very serious question? What the hell were you doing in the race for mascots dressed as a Penrith Panther? <laughs> so this is a bit of a well-kept secret. Uh, an old buddy of ours that Murph and I know, who's the uh, the producer there, David Tunnicliffe, and I talked about it in the uh, in the days beforehand, and they... Um, I had a couple of uh, vacancies left, and, uh, and I said, that'd be a bit of a giggle. Let's not tell anyone. Let's just reveal it. But Chad had no idea. Uh, he was commentating it in the lane when I took the um, the kid off. And I got I got so busy in the lead-up, I didn't fully get the outfit on. I was meant to have the Penrith Panthers rugby shorts on and the top on and claws on my hands. I, I ran out of time to do that when I bowled out into the lane. So it was very funny. Very good fun. Yeah, but you're fit, right? As you and Murph have been working out, you were fit. So you were, <laughs> you, you were up for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you, I now have a whole new respect for the people that do that job because, man, I was baking in there. And in the minutes before it started, I went into Brad Jones's garage. He's got one of those uh, those big portable air conditioning units and I was jamming as much cold air into it as I, as I could get but I was sweating like a madman crazy <laughs> hey just just uh tell us about the week I mean it was a monstrous week because obviously uh the the ARG group with TCR and the Trans Ams and um all the all the S5000s and uh obviously uh the supercars group with all their categories as well super 2 super 3 career cup all came together I mean it was a it was quite a feat in itself, wasn't it, to combine two rival kind of factions um, and bring them all together. I mean, just just tell us how huge it was with all those categories and all that stuff going on for and you know for six days. And bro, not to mention about the fact that they both have rival major sponsors. So I mean, you know, to think that everyone could kind of down the swords, bring all this together in a, in a big festival was a monumental undertaking. We probably won't see, I mean, unless we have another COVID interrupted year again next year, you probably won't see anything like that again um, just because it is so huge. And the people behind the scenes that you know well, mate, they're all exhausted. They've been on the road at yep. Sydney Motorsport Park for weeks. Many of them have been out of Queensland and they're now uh, just south of the New South Wales border at Kingscliff where they've got to wait for a few more weeks or days. Um, so, I mean, it was a huge undertaking. Uh, congrats to everyone who, who sort of pulled it off. It had a great vibe about it because of that um, that variety. And from my point of view, mate, just being on the grid 
with proper fans again after what was a weird scenario last year. It wasn't full. The place wasn't full. And there's you know lots of reasons for that with people still probably being on the cautious side. But it was a great step back and, and what a way to do it. Let's let's talk about you just a little bit because that's why you're here, and we'll talk about the Bathurst race itself. But uh, people don't know how much work goes into what you have to do, right? And uh, some things come naturally after twenty odd years of walking around the lane. You know the questions to ask, but I'm intrigued that your ability to to commentate on different races, different classes, and how much prep goes into that. Uh, a lot, but I, I went. Um Stephen, with a very clear mandate. So I got a phone call late in the game um, from the head of television there, Nathan Prendergast, who Murph knows very well. Um, you know, Murph, I think, although the focus would have been his, his wild card, would certainly have been doing some good television for them uh, in and around that. Mm-hmm. Marcus Ambrose, who was trapped in Tasmania, would have done the same. So they were a little bit short, um, and an opportunity came out of the blue. And I just wanted to go into that. I just wanted to enjoy it. I didn't. I, I knew I was going to stay in my lane, if you'll pardon the pun, because yeah. Larko does such a good job. Chad's the new guy there as well. And, and I just wanted to stick to what I knew and, and um, the human slash rapport slash whatever. Uh, but, I mean, there's still lots of stuff. I mean, you end up in meetings talking to people about, um, you know, all kinds of different aspects that come to the, the fore. For that and and all the other things that I've worked on during the year from TCR and Trans Am and so on, which I have loved, mate. So it was an exhausting undertaking, but there just wasn't one moment where I went, oh, that was no good, or I didn't enjoy that, or, or that was, um, you know, disappointing. It was just nothing. It was just everything was. We just we were all so delighted to be there with the crowd pulling this thing off, and I mean the, the numbers are. Uh, in a rating sense, tremendous as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, 230 people, as you know, MacGyver, to bring that thing to life um, and some very um, clever, clever people, way better than me behind the scenes, that make it look absolutely world-class. Yeah, it was interesting you didn't ask the qu- answer the question, though, mate. I was actually asking about the prep you put in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it starts weeks out with the, you know, the TCR and, and Trans Am stuff because you you're involved in... Meetings on the production side, you're doing stories around it. Um, there's uh, talks with drivers that you're doing in the lead-up as well. I mean, you, you, you boys are doing it every week with the radio show. You end up living it, and because you end up living it, and it's a joy to do that, and we're very lucky to do that, um, that helps immensely as well when it comes to talking about those stories. And then in between sessions, you're bolting to people to get information and so on to try and, and, and bring the very latest you can to the table. Bro, tell us... Um just what it was like there at the at the conclusion of the great race and and being amongst all the the ma- madness craziness and you know celebration you there yeah go, you. yeah go go for it rusty just oh. uh, that was the first part of the question what was it like at the end of the race yeah i, I mean in in short um nerf unbelievable for all sorts of reasons you've known the walkinshaw camp for a long time i was there um if you know for kind of the last 10 laps of the race you know looking at Looking at Ryan and and seeing the nervousness on, you know, on Lee Holdsworth's face, and uh, you know, I mean, there's a guy, and I think you've got him on the show, but I mean, there's a guy who's just so richly, richly deserving of um, that result, and you know, to be around that, um, yeah, just special, mate, really, really special. They had it, you know, from the beginning when they rolled that car out in the early part of the week, you, you knew it was going to be good. They had that issue with the the tyre and what we think is debris at, at one point, but I mean their pace was just um, remarkable and for all sorts of reasons that it came together. And you know what I like separately? 
I love the fact that the racing group at Red Bull and, and Shane Van Gisbergen, I mean, they could have gone last race for Roland Dane, last race for Jody Winkup, be nice to get a, a podium and maybe sort of half play it safe in that regard. And they went to hell with it. Let's race here. Let's go for it. And you've got to admire that racer aspect in him. I think that's great. Yeah, were you surprised that he pushed it so hard that he delaminated a tyre? Uh, I just, as I say, I, I like that quality in him, and, and yeah. um, you know, during the weekend there've been all sorts of, of uh, various uh, trophies presented in the garage, from Shane getting, you know, a driver's driver and fans' choice to um, Jamie picking up the uh, the Barry Sheen medal and and uh, then getting inducted into the Hall of Fame on the grid with the Prime Minister. I mean, it was just mighty. I, I thought it was the perfect time for them to go. What the hell? Let's have a crack. It would have been great to send uh, you know all of them off with uh, with a party in that way, but you know what? They had to go. They they were never going to treat that as anything other than uh, all or nothing. And Shane Van Gisbergen exactly, arena the championship, exactly. and, and uh, yeah. a podium at Bathurst means absolutely nothing. It means nothing to Roland Dane. It means nothing to Jamie Wincup. Um, there was absolutely nothing but first, and that is why he pushed so hard to because he knew if he didn't push then to try and beat. Or forced as into a mistake, he was never going to win it, and so he didn't care. Agreed. And uh, that Agreed. is Shane, and that's the way it should be. Yep. That is exactly the yep. way it should be. So, Rusty, yep. when Agreed. you when you go back to Bathurst, I mean, it must evoke many, many memories of being there before. Did, was is it like is it like having a comfortable pair of slippers on? Uh, it, it genuinely. I mean, I, I used to go there with my parents when I was nine in Mum's Buttercup Yellow Toyota Corona, and we got <laughs> photos of us being on the grid, the Russ family and so on, mate. So um, the hairs on the back of your neck honestly stand up. I mean, it's uh, it's a Merck's driven at lots of great circuits all around the world from Le Mans and, and more. Um, I mean, it is, it is absolutely in the same league as that. And it's just everything about it, Stephen, you know, you've been there. Mm-hmm. It, it just it goes to another level. So, yeah, I mean, for me... Going back once again, um, been some great races there over the years. Our mate with his, you know, his lap of the golf is one of them. Um, some very, very memorable races there over the years. But you know, I've been fortunate to be around when they've unfolded. Why do you think? Why do you think Bathurst in the last hour and a half throws up so many yellow flags? Is, is it? Do you think because they've pushed cars so hard and and driver fatigue comes into play? Oh, I think it's it's, it's um, all sorts of factors, mate. I mean, the, the pace for the first two-thirds of the yeah. race, that first 100 laps was just 170k average. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you've got to think that for all of the reasons you've just detailed, that at some point something's going to give, right? And and um, and then, you know, as the, that old saying goes about safety cars breeding safety cars and so on, I mean, it just mm-hmm. came alive in the last uh, third of the race for, you know, a variety of reasons. And... Um, you know, an echidna was just one part of that. <laughs> <laughs> who Who is your driver of the race, Rusty? Uh, I love what Lee Holdsworth did. I mean, the fact that from the moment that car uh, rolled out of the truck and he jumped in it, he was he was nigh on par with what Chaz was doing behind the wheel. He made a very significant contribution on Sunday. And the fact that they didn't just go, oh, let's just tick the box, get the minimum co-driver laps done, and then hand over to Chaz. They knew they had a really rock-solid option to play with there, and it's just nice to see one of the good guys finally win one. So for, for those reasons, for me, it was him. 
Well, uh, I agree with you. They called him the man of the match on the coverage. I think he was the man of the match. But you know what? It was just nice to see you back in your element, buddy. It was so good, and you you absolutely killed it. So thanks for being a part of our Bathurst 2021, mate. Thanks, guys. And uh, it's always nice to catch up. Look forward to a little lemonade when I get back, Murph. Cheers. Yeah, exactly. He's on the phone. He's not even listening. Don't worry about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rusty. Take it easy, bud. See you, mate. Cheers. Yeah, Bye-bye. Greg. Thank you.